Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. Recording live right now, simulcasting on YouTube. This is The Experience with Michael Aaron Cossidis, and welcome back. Welcome to another episode of The Experience, and welcome to another uh, process in this journey. Um, that right there, my friends, was um, that was an old classic of mine that would basically relatively speaking be a new classic to you so this way you probably have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about and you know what that's okay here at the experience with michael aaron casadis but i'm glad to have everyone back i'm glad to be live again here i'm glad to do a type of simulcast now it's not particularly fairly fair to say that it's a simulcast because check this out i'm live on youtube but i'm recording for anchor so i won't be live on anchor but i will be live on youtube but if you're hearing this on anchor and you're not seeing it on youtube then you're live on anchor but you ain't live on youtube <sighs> yes ladies and gentlemen at 2021 the layman has finally started to understand technology so uh, you got to be grateful for that don't you but anyways uh glad to be back glad to glad to be live with you all glad to be here and apparent i know the last couple of episodes maybe the last few episodes maybe the last gambit of episodes have been uh, something of a challenge i mean here we have this whole experience um with this <sighs> you know this is something that i can say honestly i have you know something that i would have worked towards my entire lifetime um knowing and being as involved or active as i am or am not in this whole political happening 
for something like that to go down and then, you know, um, I don't know. Business as usual, America? Is that what we're experiencing here and now? Or is it something else? You know, like, are we seeing another something at work? And that's something that can only be speculated at a show like The Experience with Michael Aaron Costeris, darling. Because I'm not going to fool you and make you think that I know more than that I know. But other than to say that if I trust and follow my gut, if I follow that... Because, I mean, okay, it sounds generic, doesn't it? To say, follow your gut. Follow your gut. But honestly speaking so, it's not generic. Because, it. I mean... Sometimes the most simple or the most easiest ways, um, those are the ways that, well, I mean, they're obvious for a reason, aren't they? Pardon me. You might have heard that. You might not have seen that, but um, uh, no, but but those ways, (laughs) those ways are the ways that... um, they 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 lend to a more they lend to a more frugal path because uh, frugal is a bad word frugal is a bad word that's not the kind of word that we want to use here at the experience we don't have any reason to be frugal by any means be as gaudy as possible but um we have to be careful Anyways, okay, so, getting back into the main hitch of things. Okay, so, um, I wrote some notes about some things that I could possibly want to talk about on this because, let's see, the last couple of shows we talked about, um, we talked about different timelines, we talked about consolidation of timelines, we talked about, um, we talked about, uh, the possibilities moving forward. We talked about the military and the Constitution. Now, if you're following closely, if you are following closely, um, I try to so eloquently express tonight that there has been an injection of constitutionalism. There's been an injection of patriotism into the dying corpse of Lady Liberty. If she is whom you so desire to recognize or the dying corpse of the goddess Columbia... And uh, we're hoping that in the backdrop, in the backdrop, behind the eyes of the human patriot and behind the eyes of the American, because the media does not desire us to see us, the me- the legacy media does not desire us to see it, there the military lies, holding up its constitutional duty to uh, restore the republic to the people that 
voted for it into its existence above the corporation that is dying and writhing because it suffered a coup on its own self because the corporation apparently is not as smart as COVID-19. The corporation of the United States of America is apparently so stupid that it could commit a foreign interference coup on itself and not expect that its assets would be, you know, uh, uh, taken away from them. Their assets would be liquidated by the sovereign nation of the United States of America as so outlined in the executive orders that so complement the Constitution and its amended articles um, henceforth and therefore and herefore after. Amen. A woman, sister, and together. So anyways... So that's kind of where we are right now. And so it's totally move forward. Like we're totally moving forward. Like if you haven't written to your representative in whatever district of whatever state you're in, if you haven't written to your senators, which are no longer, what's the word? They're no longer appointed. They're no longer deemed as forth, but they are hereby what voted in by the American um the American Jesus Goat propaganda sellout. So let us go ahead and contact them as well and say, hey, you need to put your foot forward on this as well. We're moving forward. So this way, you know, hey, we're not happy with this. We are part of the one third of this entire country that sees that you guys are trying to pull something fast on us. And the other two thirds, well, the other two are either the other two thirds are either the sleeping one third or the they are the other one third that are actually perpetrating this on the other two thirds of the American people. Because I'm sure if you got down to their compartmentalized businesses and their compartmentalized way of doing things that there's probably at least, well, you know what, there's probably not 100 million people. But if you were to consider a fraction of 100 million people and then their families, their children, their children's children, this has been going on for, what, a century or so in America. So maybe, you know, um, a good 500K you know, um, maybe a good 500,000 of them, maybe not a full 100 million. Um, well, 500,000 would only be like what, what half, half of a million. Okay, maybe 500. Uh, wait, we'll do the math later on uh, after this, uh, after this break. But anyways, so... We have to stand forward because, like I was saying, um, you know, when I spoke with my mother and my father about their understandings of elections and their understandings of where their vote went whenever they were doing any type of, you know, election cycle, um, they said... Oh, their, vote did, their vote didn't count. So why show up? And I said, because if enough people show up, you might break an algorithm or two. You know, if enough people show up, if the Amish come off their mountaintop and they ride their steerage into town, if they ride their fucking horse and stagecoach into town, if the Amish, who will not recognize the iPod as uh, a living factor of modern technology, they will not even acknowledge technology. 
that does not use any type of analog system to mechanize, then <laughs> yeah, better believe that enough people are coming down to break a fucking algorithm or two and to throw the deep state and all of them into a, like a tailspin of some sort because all of a sudden they're not winning or to cheat so objectionably obvious that everyone's going to say, hey, buddy, we kind of saw you cheat. Even, even, even we're on your side. We're on your side, Joe. We're on your side. Come on, I want to lay a Harris. But unfortunately, because it was so obvious that you cheated, you almost disrespect me, Joe. Because, Joe, I was voting for you. And there you went and you obviously cheated. And now I'm looking like a fool. Like, I'm looking like I don't know how to judge character, Joe. Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? Because all of the courts threw out that evidence on technicalities, on because it wasn't fraud, it was uh, mischievous behavior, or it was something weird like that, or it was like the postman's throwing out the ballots, but that don't got nothing to do with fraud. You said fraud. He's throwing out the ballots. That's not fraud. That's just downright illegal. Technicality. It's thrown out. It's thrown out of court. Then when they go ahead and they do lay it all out in front of you and you do have uh, hundreds of hundreds of affidavits and you do have dozens of myriads of proof of fraudulency and proof of people who are um, doing things uh, that are illegal, then only and then will you say, hey, I guess there was some evidence. And then when you lose your job because, you know, you were working uh, in the energy sector, well, you'll say, hey, maybe, you know, the construction workers, it's one thing if they lose their job. But when people with white collars start to lose their jobs in the energy sector, then maybe it's time for us to say, you know what, I renege on my vote for Joe Biden. And then they say, hey, there were what? 85 million Americans who voted for Joe Biden. And you know that's not the case. I mean, come on. Like, we here at The Experience with Michael Aaron Costers refuse to accept that 85 million Americans voted for Joe Biden, yet not a single one of them turned up for his inauguration. Not a single one of them fought against the crowds of military uh, might that stands in Washington, D.C. and said, I'm going to the inauguration of Joe Biden because I voted for him. That I, one of the 85 million Americans who stand against Trump because he is just a social pariah. He has just disgraced us with his presence and because he's embarrassed not just me and my mother. He's embarrassed everybody in this restaurant. Joe Biden is our president-select. And they will carry on to the Fuhrer of Biden. Hail Fuhrer Biden. He will save us with his climate crisis, crisis executive climate crisis executive orders because don't forget the Japanese and the Chinese the Chinese are going to be taking over now because the Chinese are beholden to Jer the Chinese are beholden to Jer 
Biden. And don't you forget it. And this is an extra bubbly edition of the experience with Michael Aaron Gossett. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 18 was going to have to be something special and fierce. And let me tell you something, because we are moving forward. We are moving in. We are moving out. We are not standing by. You know, there was some interesting rumors about the um, the Proud Boys being involved in the false flag. They were involved in the false flag on the day of the inaug- uh, of J- Wednesday the 6th. That was the day that I was there, incidentally. Um, and I saw them moving out. They were like, fuck Antifa, fuck Antifa, fuck Antifa, fuck Antifa, fuck Antifa, fuck Antifa, fuck Antifa. Like, that's how they were. And they moved out. And I was, that's when I had to say, Michael, Mr. C, if you're watching on QNAholespodcast.com, Mr. C, are you going to go watch your president, President Donald J. Trump, president number 45 of the United States of America, are you going to go watch him give his speech that will forever be known in the legacy media to have incited a riot? However, if you were there yourself and you were laughing with the crowd that was uh, so roused um, familially, do you know the word familial? like family, like it was familial. It was very, it was very, it was cordial to a point of familiarity, to a point of comfort, to a point of this is, this is a crowd of people. This is a crowd of 1.7, you know, million people here to see the president familially speak to them in a way that they were like, you know, it's almost like hearing grandpa cuss. It's almost like hearing grandpa say bullshit and everyone's all bullshit, bullshit. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. Not this, you're going to go to the Capitol, storm the Capitol and riot and cause at least one of five deaths that will be reported in four to six weeks. And with those deaths, we shall take away the freedom of the American people. And we shall impeach a president to the point that he can no longer set up supposed offices of the former and that he can no longer try to run as president in four years, even though it won't really exist. And maybe the reason why they are worried, because I keep saying, hey, if the Democrats can get away with this for the next four years, then there is no four-year election because they have successfully stolen an election. They've successfully committed a coup d'etat of the government and of the will and of the people of the United States of America, of these United States of America, right? So if that is the case, but then it's like, don't forget, Michael Aaron Cossidus, that the goddess Columbia, the corpse of the Lady Liberty, the lady liberty she received a shot in her arm the corpse of the lady liberty received a shot in her arm and with that shot of patriotism and constitutionalism and 80 million american patriots who represent at least a third of the population if not more 
of the United States of America. You know what? I'll leave it to the mathematicians to do the math. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, it's probably a lot less. Anyways, so that's not the point. It's a third. It's a third. It's at least a third, if not a third. I'd hate to say it's a quarter, but I'm going to say it's a third. Anyways, so she received a shot. She received a blood transfusion. Goddess Columbia received a blood transfusion from almost a third of the country that said, Goddess, we believe in you. And Goddess, you will rise. And with that, is it possible to say the military is in charge, right? The military is in control. These people are running their scams on their, their media screens. But it's not the truth. Because the truth is out there. As, you know, uh, David Mulder and, um, you know, Dana Scully would say. The truth is out there. If you're willing to search it out on an independent podcast near you. And... For all those people, you know, and this is, this just goes to show, I hope it teaches you a lesson of the things that I always used to say. The things I always used to say is, we already face times hard enough. We already face times where people doubt us enough. We already face times where people are going to sling as much mud as they can. They're going to doubt you because uh, they don't agree with your vices, or they just have a judgmental heart, or they were never meant there to help you in the first place and you're gonna have to remember hey i've got a message to say hey and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter what they think it doesn't matter what they say it kind of matters what they do because the kinetic is always something you got to be mindful of in this dimension right right but like i say um we will move forward we will move forward and we will keep on going because all of this has branched out and you can easily say that we have all of these actions moving forward in the background and even if even if they decide to press forward with their storylines like they keep saying why was john sullivan arrested why was james sullivan exposed have working for the proud boys and being a possible fbi informant why has all this come out because there was a certain narrative which is why i say i was at that standpoint where i'm gonna listen to my president or i'm gonna follow the proud boys while i'm there on january 6th had i followed those proud boys would we have seen that in fact they were involved in a false flag on january and what would that say about the Republican or the Rhino or even the Patriot movement if the Proud Boys were involved in that? That even is it possible that they were infiltrated by deep state operatives just as deep state operatives in the Antifa and BLM movement were infiltrated by operatives of the FBI and the CIA. But the CIA has always offered us, um, they've always offered us people who have given us, um, uh, what are they, um, and the CAA's always been part of uh, false flags. They've always given us patsies. Patsies is the word I was looking for. The CIA is the one that came up strong with that. The FBI also provided some patsies as well in their history of time, as you might have seen. But the CIA, I have always believed, is the uh, strong arm of the deep state or the strong arm of the Illuminati. It, it, is, it is the arm 
of. When you think of movement, you think of action, they are the arm that does that. Whereas like, you know, the central bank, the Federal Reserve would be the uh, the money or the bank or the economic arm of the deep state. So this way, transaction is taken care of through the Federal Reserve Central Bank. Action is taken care of through the CIA and the IRS um, in order to make sure that their their will is observed by action. Because, um, after all, they are not a bitch, as they would say. But yes. So, there's definitely no backtracking on my side and shame on any of you for thinking that that would be the case because you know maybe it isn't suppression maybe it's just it's just indomitable ignorance there there was never a time that michael aaron cassidus was ever anything in any of these timelines having produced anything except for those who directly experienced it between the years of 2008 and 2010 um, but you know, whatever, um, other people have hence and sense. And like I say, it has its fans. Oh yes, it does. Ladies and gentlemen. So definitely no backtracking. Definitely only moving forward because, um, we have the experience podcast here, um, that is coming live from anchor is with Michael Aaron Gossetis. I probably don't need to repeat my name as much as I do. Um, And also simulcasting on my uh, YouTube channel. But then um, we are still keeping live with Q&Aholespodcast.com, which we'll see how for long it goes. Um, We'll see how long the Q&Aholes podcast shall generate shows of interest. Uh, And uh, there's so much more going on there. You never know what kind of endeavor could jump out of that sprite. Uh, indeed. But um, aside from that, you know, uh, there are also some other things popping up like um, gameplay and the likes. But to me, the most important thing is that though I I will come at you with several different varieties on the experience podcast. Um, This one is just so important to me. This one, it it nestles deep in my heart. You know, uh, the whole political experience that we have been through, knowing that, um, you know, it sounds so severe to say the fate of mankind, the fate of mankind, the fate of mankind has been, you know, in the balance here this entire time, because America is the last bastion of freedom that, that the fate of mankind could hope for. Um, that, that has been quite the experience. Um, and it's not over. Like I said, um, um, I was on Q&A Holes podcast earlier tonight. We had a show. It was the Thursday night show. We did a Thursday night round table uh, for what was the Mr. C and Magadon show. And always very entertaining. Always very, very entertaining. Um, but yeah, you know, um, the whole point was moving forward. Moving forward. What we're going to do, I mentioned 36, at least 
36 because there are 36 representatives um, that we have here plus the senators. Uh, and that's not even at a local level that we'll be looking at, uh, looking at their, you know, their campaign finance, uh, looking at who they accept as donations. Now, very interesting to note that uh, one Joaquin Castro, um, a representative Democrat for the state of Texas, uh, received so many donations that were not even from his district, that were not even from the state of Texas. In fact, most of them were from unions. So I think that is a very interesting bit of gibberish, aside from the fact that his entire district seems gerrymandered. But, you know, gerrymandered, as we talked about on tonight's show, on both sides, because it's not only on the Democrat side, it's also on the Republican side, because both of these parties have been used uh, to perform a coup on a perfectly dually elected president that the United States citizens wanted, the, the American people, those who chose to be politically um, active, um, decided that they wanted to uh, uh, preserve and restore and remain the strengths of this country, which is what we were returning to until... This selected president by the central banks and by the Western-backed central banks, uh, United World Power, decided was going to be our president, and that was one Joe Biden. And he is an alleged – he is like – let us just say here on the Experience podcast with Michael Aaron Cossidis that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are part of an illegitimate government and they were illegitimately placed in office and that they have no place here with the American people, at least the one-third of them that voted against them and voted for Donald Trump to continue the processes and continue the legislation that he had passed that was getting him to be where he was, that was getting our country to restore to its greatness, that was bringing manufacturing back, that was bringing jobs back, that was bringing back everything that we needed to be a successful government and that we are no more because, after all, he's already signed, like, what, 25 to 27 executive orders that have already um, that have already voted uh, not well in the market. Anyways, mm, I'd also like to say, if you're watching tonight via a YouTube, I am also modeling one of the shirts that I have avail- available for sale on Depop Live. So, Depop is not live. I apologize. Depop, Shop Warfield Smith. Warfield Smith. Shop Warfield Smith is the name of the boutique store I have. This shirt I am modeling for tonight. I will keep it in as pristine condition as possible. But this shirt is available for sale. If you're catching me on the Anchor podcast, I apologize that you can't see it. But if you go to depop.com slash Warfield Smith, that's W-A-R-F-I-E-L-D Smith, shop Warfield Smith, um, you will be able to find um, or hashtag shop Warfield Smith. If you look that up as well, you'll be able to find some of the things that I'm doing on Depop live that I have for sale. But yes, I'm, I guess I'm kind of, um, I guess I'm kind of modeling it live tonight on the experience podcast, honey mama. You're probably wondering about this setup that I have going on. I know you're probably wondering very much about this setup that I have going on. Good 
lord, look at I just gone and embarrassed myself. <laughs> The show must go on. Okay. All right. So where are we at now? So, um, yes. So thank you all for still maintaining your listenership with me here on the experience. And again, I say that because, you know, this is um, an experience. This is a podcast that I haven't been able to do ever because generally speaking, the podcasts that I would do were not also dabbling into my own personal, personal, like my life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera etc. Um, they were just straight up, you know, either news or politics or literature, poetry, writing. And I've been able to share a little bit of all of that with you, with you all tonight. And I might do some more poetry and some more fiction as well, because, um, I'm still developing more of the root of manyreturns.com, which is my um, my official website. And then, of course, you know, the experience and Q&A holes podcast and all stuff that's going on. But yeah, um, you know, with the experience, we're not always going to be political. I, I've gone into some spiritual tangents so far, but there's more to talk about. There's definitely more to talk about, but I think I will leave it there for tonight. Um, I think I've said about as much as I'm going to say, we will continue. We will carry on. We will show up because just like I said, if enough people showed up to break an algorithm or two, if enough people turn out and tell their representatives, tell their local legislative, tell their city council, even, Hey, I don't agree with this election i don't agree with things the way they went down just so you know we will be paying attention and we will also be petitioning to make sure that you are doing things the way that we want because you are our servants not we are serving you and we'll talk about that also that whole philosophy of why they are serving us and why we shouldn't just be so lazy as to give them the responsibility of taking care of us and assuming that they will always do such a job We'll talk about that too. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let you go for tonight because it's been real and I love you all. And we'll see you again on the 19th episode of The Experience with Michael Aaron Gossetis. Till then, ciao, beya. I love you. Have a great night. Yeah. <laughs>